Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, we are finally getting the final installment of the Felines of Fury series. Hooray! This story is called Koozie George Returns, written by me, Darren Galindo. But before we get into the story, I want to mention a few things to look forward to this holiday season. Can you believe it's super close to the end of the year already? Crazy, right? Well, with Thanksgiving coming up, and then Christmas, and the New Year's, there are plenty of holidays to spend with family and friends, which is exactly where I want to be for the holidays. So I'll be releasing slightly shorter stories around each holiday so that you'll be able to still have a story to listen to and I'll have enough time to make it all happen and be with my family. Sound like a good plan? All right. And as always, write us a review on Apple Podcasts and remember to tell your friends about us. And now, let's find out what those sneaky little felines are up to. Meow, 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 meow. Koozie George returns. Koozie George and Hula Cats were frozen underneath the car they were hiding under. Breaker Dan had just driven off with Chip and Druzy being chased by two Catmobiles. Koozie and Hula could only watch as five claw troopers from a third Catmobile surrounded Rabbit and captured him. Hold your fire! said a familiar voice. It was Darth Meow. Take this one back to headquarters, alive and unspoiled. I believe my master has a few questions for you. The claw troopers handcuffed Rabbit and shoved him into the back of the Catmobile. You three, secure the bakery until we send more troopers, said Darth Meow. Don't let anyone come near this place. Yes, Darth Meow. Koozie heard some footsteps and some muffled voices before the Catmobile started up and drove off. It was quiet, and they were all alone hiding underneath a car right in front of Bobby's bakery with three claw troopers standing guard. Yes, Darth Meow, as you wish, Darth Meow. I love you so much, Darth Meow, said one claw trooper. Cut it out, I didn't say that, said a second trooper. You didn't have to. You can read it all over your silly face said a third trooper. Darth Meow, you're my hero. When I grow up, I want to be just like you. So what? I didn't hear you guys speak up. What are you, afraid? I ain't afraid of nothing. Yeah, except tiny little spiders. <laughs> hey, that was a black widow. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> Everybody knows you have to leave those guys alone. Yeah, but nobody said you had to run away screaming. Yeah, you figured that out by yourself. I wasn't screaming. I was alerting everybody to the danger. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, right. Scaredy cat, scaredy cat, sitting in a tree. Hey, don't you dare. Or else what? Or else I'll scratch your face off. Whatever. Yeah, right. Hey, don't push me. Don't you tell me what to do. Hey, both of you, calm down. You stay out of this. Hey, get your paws off me. Stop that. You started it. I did not. You did too. I did not. You did too. Did not. Did too. Did not. Did too. Did not. Quiet. There was a short pause. The three claw troopers just stood there staring at each other. Koozie and Hula were scared stiff as they lay as still and as quiet as they possibly could. These were the worst kind of claw troopers they've ever come across. 
These claw troopers were in a bad mood. Come on, guys, we're better than this. Darth Meow gave us a special mission to secure the bakery until more troops arrive. Okay, fine. I'm cool. I'm cool. You? I'm cool, too. Okay, we're cool. We're all cool. We'll just settle down and secure the bakery. Right, secure the bakery. So, uh, do you guys know what's so important about this bakery? Beats me. What, you guys don't know? I don't know anything. You never know anything. What is it? Why is this place so important? Wow, am I the only one who pays attention during the briefings? Okay, fine, fine. You're so much smarter than us. What is it? The bakery is the key to this whole operation. I thought the death tree was the key. Excuse me? I'm talking here. Sorry. The death tree is important, but not as important as this bakery. You see, the Emperor and his scientists have discovered a way to cause massive amounts of people to fall asleep on command. Fall asleep on command? That's nothing. I do that like every day. Nobody cares about your sleep cycle. And I'm not talking about just one person. I'm talking about entire cities. Whoa. Entire cities? I know. Imagine being able to make an entire city fall asleep. That is one giant lullaby. Wow. Well, why didn't we do that with this city? Are you serious? What? Do you want me to smack you? Hey, I'm just asking. It's like you don't listen to anything. Gosh. We didn't do it with this city because the gear is not set up yet. You can't fire the death tree when nobody's been activated. You can't? No! Hey, why do we call it the death tree if it's only supposed to make people fall asleep? Yeah, we should call it the sleepy tree. Or goodnight tree. I think I read a book about that once. Very effective. It's the death tree. End of discussion. But the tree doesn't work without the catalyst. Hey, look who woke up for the meeting. Yes. The catalyst must be active for the death tree pulses to be effective. But what's the catalyst? That's where the bakery comes in. This place uses a ton of sugar. The scientists found a way to change the molecular structure of sugar so that whenever people eat the sugar from this place, they are activated for the effects of the death tree. So what does that mean? It means that everyone else in this town has already been exposed to the sugar. We're just waiting for the death tree to be ready to fire. And then everybody goes nighty-night. Oh yeah, baby. And when everybody goes nighty-night, we, um, we get to put them to bed? Are you serious? No! We're going to put them in cages. Oh yeah, cages, that's right. Haha, <laughs> I love it when we get to put people in cages. And when they wake up from their cages, they'll be fuzzy little carpets. <laughs> I love carpets! Carpets are the best! Furball. <laughs> <laughs> Koozie and Hula were quiet as could be, listening to as much information as they could, and do you know what? They heard a lot of information, and learned a whole lot about what those felines of fury were up to. They also were laying there so long underneath the car that Koozie fell asleep. At least he wasn't snoring and making noise. Hula elbowed him to wake him up. Hmm, we have to get out of here and let everyone know the feline's evil plan, thought Hula Cats to herself. Hmm, we have to get out of here and rescue Rabbit, thought Koozie to himself. The two friends waited for the opportune moment to finally escape. Meanwhile, Rabbit Sebastian was having a hard time getting comfortable in a maximum security cell. For the felines of fury, maximum security meant a whole bunch of claw troopers guarding the cage. And if you know anything about cages, you can see right through them. So 
basically Rabbit was stuck in a cell with like 20 pairs of eyes staring back at him. Don't you guys have something better to do? Oh, we all have something better to do. But we're supposed to be here watching you. Yeah, thanks a lot. You're welcome. I didn't really want to be captured in the first place. Well, too bad. We captured you. But do you really have to be standing right outside the cage staring at me? We were told to make sure you don't escape. Yeah, you got out of here last time, and we're not going to let that happen again. Could you at least turn around and look somewhere else? What, so we can't see you and you can escape again? How am I supposed to escape from here? Besides, if someone tries to come and get me, and you guys are all looking at me, you're going to let my friends sneak right up on you? Hmm, that's a good point. I never thought of it like that. It's pretty boring staring at just one person in a cage. It'll be fun to look around in different directions. Okay, so on three, we're all turn around, right? You guys want me to count for you? Oh, that would be great. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, here we go. One, two, three. And all the cats turned around. Oh man, this is so much better. I get to turn my head and look at different places. This is a maximum security guard's dream right here. So much else to see out here. Well, glad I can help. Who said that? Dude, that was the prisoner. Are you sure? I didn't see anything. Of course it was him, duh. Yeah, it was totally me. There's that voice again. I'm telling you, it's the prisoner. But I didn't see anything. So now, Rabbit was having a harder time getting comfortable in his maximum security cell. Instead of 20 pairs of eyes looking at him, now he had 20 fuzzy tails to look at. And what's more, the guards couldn't stop arguing. Maybe I should have just left them alone in the first place, Rabbit thought to himself. But at least now I can relax a little bit without everyone staring at me. Have you ever had a bunch of cats staring at you for a long time? Yeah, it doesn't feel very good. I wonder if that's how fish feel inside of their tanks? Whoa. That kind of sounds like fish driving around in tanks ready to blow up stuff. Maybe the story should have been called The Fish of Fury. Okay, okay, I'm getting sidetracked. Back to the story. While Rabbit Sebastian was trying to work things out with his maximum security claw trooper guards, Darth Meow and Emperor Palpafleas were busy discussing their plans with Jade Bungie. Have you found out anything from the prisoner? No, my lord. He is resilient to our methods of persuasion. He was carrying the squirt gun and a radio. <sighs> a radio. Perhaps this will come in handy in the future. Lord, if I may, this rabbit Sebastian was found right outside the bakery. His friends attacked the bakery, so we must assume they know about the catalyst. What are you saying? That we should postpone our plans? Not postpone. Simply delay. That's literally the same thing, dude. Okay, fine. Postpone. But what if the rebels are close to stopping us? We should regroup and launch a full-scale counterattack. <laughs> are you serious? They have one truck currently being chased by two of our capitalists, and their captain, Rabbit Sebastian, is locked in a cage. Who are we supposed to launch an attack on? There could be more of them. I find that very hard to believe. Jake Bungie, what do you think? My lord, I find it very unlikely that so many of them have evaded capture, and less likely that they are banding together so effectively. You see that now? These rebels are peasants. Peasants, I tell you. They are not trained soldiers. Their one truck will soon run out of gas and will capture all of them. And this rebel Sebastian will eventually give up any other information that he might have. It's over for them. 
we've already won. <laughs> Just then, back over at Bobby's Bakery, the Claw Troopers outside decided that it would be much more comfortable to stand guard over the bakery if they were sitting down. Come on, aren't you guys tired of just standing here? But we're supposed to stand here. No, no, we're supposed to be guarding the bakery. Nobody said we have to stand up to do it. Okay, well, where can we sit down? I saw some chairs inside the bakery. Let's go bring them out. But shouldn't we stay out here? For what? Nobody's coming. Come on, we'll be back in like two seconds. All right, whatever. Hula quickly reached over to Koozie and put her finger up to her lips to signal to stay quiet. With the claw troopers going inside for a minute, she had only seconds to do something before they came back outside. She quickly grabbed her radio, turned down the volume, and brought it up to her mouth. Chick, Breaker Dan! Come in, Breaker Dan! You need to drive by the bakery again! She whispered. Breaker Dan, do you read me? Yeah, I read you. I'll be there in two minutes. Hey, guess what? We found the death tree of theirs. It's over at Pickle Park. There's a big sign in front of it. Hula quickly turned off the radio. The claw troopers had just opened the bakery door as they came back outside with their chairs. Okay, here we go. Yep, this was a good idea. See, I told you guys, sitting down while guarding is way better than standing up. Oh yeah, so much better. I could maybe even take a nap. The other claw troopers looked at him. I mean, no, not a nap. I knew that. Come on, guys. We'll keep our eyes peeled for sure, but at least we're sitting down. We're going to be here for a long time, and it's going to be pretty boring. Just then, they heard some hooting and hollering down the street as a green truck came into view. The three claw troopers stood up quickly and held up their weapons. As soon as the green truck was close enough, they started firing their furball guns. Hey, come and get whoa, us! Whoa, 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 whoa! Suddenly, two Catmobiles came screeching down the street in hot pursuit, and all three vehicles sped away faster than you can say a wannabe wallaby ought to be tall like me! Yup. Boom. They're gone. Whoa. Boom. They gone. Eh, whatever. Back to relaxing. The three claw troopers sat back in their chairs without a clue about what had actually happened. Hula Cats and Koozie George had slipped quickly and quietly out from under the car they were hiding under and managed to make it around the corner without being spotted. We did it, whispered Hula. Yep, now what? asked Koozie. Well, we have to go find that death tree and destroy it. It was a good thing Breaker Dan had told them where the death tree was. All they had to do was make it back. To Pickle Park. Meanwhile, Breaker Dan, Chip the Bear, and Drewsy Bob were getting a little tired of being chased around all day. They hadn't realized that when you are the bait for the bad guys, it means they have to chase you. And they didn't really have another plan besides just keep on driving and trying to get away. Golly jeepers! There's no shaking these guys! shouted Breaker Dan. Maybe we can try losing them in the forest! suggested Chip. Hey, that's a good idea! said Druzy Bob. Well, that would be a good idea, said Breaker Dan. There's just one problem. What's that? We're running low on gas. I don't think we even have enough to make it to the forest. Oh, no. The three friends started to get a little bit worried about how this was all going to turn out. If they ran out of gas, the felines of fury would capture them and throw them in cages. Boy, I hope Hula and Koozie find a way to stop these guys, thought Breaker Dan to himself. In fact, speaking of Koozie George and Hula Cats, they were getting closer to stopping the felines of fury. 
They had managed to navigate their way through the back streets of the city without being spotted. Now they were only a couple of blocks away from Pickle Park and the Death Tree. What are we going to do when we find the Death Tree? asked Koozie. I've been trying to wrap my head around that for a long time now, replied Hula. It seems the cats have already activated everyone in town with the catalyst from Bobby's Bakery. Now all they need to do is turn on the Death Tree to make everyone fall asleep. Goodness, if only I would have known that all those donuts would be my downfall. Oh, come on, Koozie, don't beat yourself up about it. There's no way you would have known about those crazy cats' evil plan. Oh, I'm not thinking about whether or not I would have known. I'm thinking about whether or not I still would have had a donut, even though it's poisonous. Wait, you would still eat a donut, even though you know it's bad for you? These are donuts, Hula. Donuts! They're the kryptonite of my existence. I could only hope that one of you would have stopped me if I was offered a contaminated donut. Yep, I knew it. What? There's something definitely wrong with you. Hey, there's nothing wrong with my love for donuts. They're the most beautiful thing in God's beautiful creation. What about sunsets? Uh, donuts are better. What about the forest? Oh, donuts are way better. What about horses galloping on the plains? What about eagles soaring through the skies? What about the stars? What about the ocean waves? What about rainbows, Koozie? Did you ever think about those flippin' awesome rainbows? Hula, hula, hula. Picture this. You are sitting on a bench enjoying all of those beautiful things. Uh, okay. And now picture the exact same sight, except you have a donut in your hand. It's better, right? Well, yeah. So if adding a donut to any of those things makes it better, donuts must be better. I'm not sure that's how it works. Okay, shh. We're coming up on Pickle Park. Koozie and Hula crouched down behind some of the bushes on the outskirts of the park. Despite what they had just seen earlier that day, the park was crowded with lines and rows of claw troopers. Whoa, where did all these guys come from? I know, they weren't here this morning. Hey, look, that tree has a big old sign in front of it. The death tree. Wow, is that it? I guess that is the death tree. But it seems too obvious. Like they want us to think it's the death tree. But why would they want us to think that's the death tree? So we can lay you in and capture you. Koozie and Hula spun around as fast as they could. There, standing in front of them, was Darth Meow himself. He had a long, crooked sword in his right paw and a cold, sinister smile on his face. So we meet again, Koozie. <laughs> Don't look so surprised. Your tiny little brains are no match for our evil plans. Wait, no! How did you- Oh, uh, no! What? How did you- <laughs> I heard you talk with your friend over the radio. Run, Koozie! Shouted Hula as she tried to run away. Not so fast! Said Darth Meow as he motioned with his paw, and thirty claw troopers came out from their hiding places and surrounded them. I think you should stay for this next part. Why? So you can make us fall asleep and turn us into carpets? Actually, that's exactly what it is. Golly japers, what is it with these cats and their carpets? Carpets are the most amazing things in the world. Donuts are the most amazing thing in the world. Don't you get sweet with me. Donuts are not even on the same level with carpets. What about catnip? What about you stop asking annoying questions and let's finish this? Darth Meow raised a sword and pointed it straight at Koozie. Koozie, you have been the target of all of our struggles. 
What, you're going to have all your pretty little claw troopers tackle me like they tackled my friend? Oh, I don't need their help this time. It's just you and me and my fang saber. Fang saber? Darth Meow held up his crooked sword. This right here, this thing in my hand. The sword? The sword. How dare you? This is not merely a sword. It is a fang saber, the bringer of death and destruction. It's just a crooked sword, dude. You're a crooked sword. Hey, that's not very nice. Oh, I'll show you not very nice. Try this on for not very nice. Darth Meow lunged forward with his fang saber straight towards Koozie. Koozie was ready for it and jumped quickly out of the way. Frustrated, Darth Maul flung himself around and twisted his sword back and forth at Koozie. Koozie almost got his sweet cheeks shaved off a bit. Whoa, I've got to move faster than that, he thought to himself. Three claw troopers came and held Hula back from the fight. Oh, come now, Koozie. Surely a brave soldier like yourself won't run away from a fight. I've got my own methods of achieving victory. La, 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 whatever, I can't hear you. I said, I have my own methods. Darth Meow stabbed his sword at Koozie while he was still talking. Koozie had just enough time to spin his body clear of the blade as Darth Meow continued moving forward. Koozie let his arms swing out and bump Darth Meow on his back, making him stumble forward and almost collapse. Ha! How do you like them apples? Darth Meow did not seem to like those apples at all. He gave a sort of hiss and a snarl and attacked Koozie again with his crooked fang saber. Koozie leapt from side to side, dodging each blow from the deadly weapon. Each time, Darth Meow became more and more angry. Stop that! All your jumping around is making me more and more angry. With all of his jumping around, Koozie was losing energy. He had to think of a way to get out of this. Hula Cat struggled against the guards. Come on, Koozie! You can do it! Darth Meow began spinning his sword around and around as he walked straight towards Koozie. There was no way Koozie can jump out of the way of this one. Koozie backed up to avoid the blade as Darth Meow came closer and closer. Koozie started to hop back and forth and try to fake his way out, but Darth Meow just continued closing the gap between them. Finally, Darth Meow held his fang saber tightly in his hand and spun his body around while swinging his sword wildly around him. It was a fantastic display, and Koozie was no match for it, and could only keep stepping backwards away from the Dark Lord. Darth Meow completed a sequence of moves with a jumping, spinning kick towards Koozie, which caught Koozie square in the chest. Ugh! Koozie was only concerned with dodging the sword, and wasn't expecting a kick. Koozie lost his balance and fell backwards on the cold, hard concrete. No! Koozie! Get up! Get up! But it was too late. Koozie tried to push himself backwards on the ground, but he had lost all momentum. It was no use. It's over, Koozie. You've lost, said Darth Meow as his dark figure towered over Koozie. Let this fame saber be a lesson for you and every single one of your rebel friends. The felines of fury are not to be trifled with. We are the path to glorious victory, and nothing will stand in our way. Darth Meow lifted his fang saber high above his head and prepared to bring the final blow down on poor little Koozie. Hula watched helplessly with horror. Koozie lifted up his hands to cover his face from the certain doom and waited for the blade to strike. But the fang saber never found its target. Instead, there was a loud clang as Darth Meow's fang saber was met by another fang saber. It was Bungie! What? Jay Bungie, how dare you interfere with my revenge? This is no revenge. This is a turning point. You and all your furious feline friends are going down. 
How what? No, you can't! Jade Bungie swung her sword and spun around with excellent precision as Darth Meow struggled to block each attack. All of the Claw Troopers were so shocked at what had just happened that Hula Cats was able to break free and help Koozie to his feet. Koozie, Hula, follow me! Yelled Bungie as she performed the most stunning spinning jump kick right at Darth Meow and knocked the wind out of him as he collapsed to the ground. Bungie charged the nearest group of Claw Troopers as they instinctively lowered their weapons and held their hands up in surrender, allowing Bungie, Koozie, and Hula to escape. Bungie, you saved my life! We are eternally grateful! There's no time for that! Quick, get to the Catmobile! We have to get clear of this area and head over to the real Death Tree! The three of them made a break for the nearest Catmobile. Wait, the real Death Tree? I knew it! The sign was just too obvious in front of this other tree! It was part of Emperor Palpatine's evil plan to present a fake death tree to draw you out and capture you. Ha! What a silly plan. Well, hey, Koozie, that silly plan actually worked. We would have been totally captured if it hadn't been for Bungie. Oh, yeah. Hey, why are you helping us, Bungie? They all reached the Catmobile and piled in. Wait, aren't you going to drive? Oh, I'll be the one driving, thank you very much. Rabbit! What are you doing here, man? What is happening right now? How'd you bust out of prison, Rabbit? Did you go through the vents again? We'll explain on the way. We gotta get out of here. Darth Meow and the Claw Troopers were finally getting a grip of what exactly was happening, and they got up to begin their pursuit. I never wanted any of this to happen, said Bungie as they sped away. I first learned about Emperor Palpaflees and the Felines of Fury about three months ago. I didn't like what they were planning, but I didn't see any other way to stop them. So you joined them? I did what I could from the inside to stop their evil plans. You captured us! You threw me in a cage! How do you think you escaped? Who first told you about the Death Tree? Who has been working tirelessly to spoil these evil plans and bring peace to the city once again? Uh, did you do all that? Yes! I waited until the last moment to reveal my true allegiance. I couldn't let them destroy you, Koozie. Yeah, Bungie's the one who busted me out of prison. It took a little time for me to trust her. I thought it was just another evil plan to get me to talk about my rebel friends. Aw, oh, Bungie! That's my girl! We have to be fast. I have spent a lot of time underground cutting off the roots of the Death Tree. Emperor Palpaflees has no idea what I've been doing. All we need to do is ram the tree super hard, and it should collapse. Oh, sweet! That's perfect! We could just crash into it with this thing! Exactly! Oh, so I'm crashing this thing now? Koozie, Hula, Bungie, and Rabbit drove as fast as they could towards the real death tree. They had to hurry before the felines of fury turned it on and put everyone in town to sleep and turned everyone into carpets! Koozie looked behind them and could see Darth Meow and the other Claw Troopers struggling to keep up in their Catmobile. They weren't that far behind. Step on it, Rabbit! Darth Meow is right behind us! Rabbit stomped on the gas pedal and they lunged forward. Whoa, hold on, everybody! Yelled Rabbit as he started swerving from side to side. As they got closer to the Death Tree, there were more and more Claw Troopers blocking the way. Emperor Palpaflees must have been alerted to us. We have to move quickly. We are moving quickly. It doesn't get much quicker than this. Rabbit continued speeding around obstacles and avoiding Claw Troopers. He was actually driving super good. Finally, they burst into an open field and Bungie pointed to the tallest tree in the area. There it is. You mean the one with all the cables going to it? Yeah, that one. All right, everybody, hold on tight. This is going to get bumpy. The Catmobile jerked and bounced and swerved. Hula Cats almost flew out if Koozie hadn't reached out and grabbed her. They had just a hundred more feet to go before they crashed right into the tree. 
All right, we have about 10 seconds before we crash. Get ready to jump. What? Come on, Cozy. Do you really want to be in the car when it smacks into the tree? I don't think I even want to be in the car at all right now. It's the only way to bring down the death tree. On the count of three, we have to jump. Try and tuck your arms and legs in and just roll with it. Cozy looked over at the ground, moving so fast outside the vehicle. Yeah, right. Just roll with it. One, two, three. Whoa! <laughs> Rabbit, Bungie, and Hula all jumped out of the Catmobile and rolled violently on the grass. Cozy didn't jump on three like everybody else did. Cozy, jump! Yelled Rabbit. Come on! Yelled Hula. Oh, this is a bad idea! Ah! Yelled Cozy as he jumped out at the last second and rolled onto the grass right next to the death tree. There was a giant crash, followed by deep groaning cracks. The death tree started to sway back and forth. Darth Meow pulled up in his Catmobile and saw the tree moving side to side. No, no! But then it stopped, and everything quieted down. What? No, it didn't work! The car wasn't big enough. But what's bigger than a car? Rabbit turned and looked at Hula. They both had the same idea at the exact same time. A, a truck! truck! They both said. Where's the radio? Yelled Rabbit as he looked around. It must still be in the Catmobile. Cozy, get the radio and call Breaker Dan! What? Why? Just do it, Koozie! Yelled Rabbit as he turned around to find a whole army of claw troopers marching towards them. Hey guys, we have to give Koozie a chance! Rabbit, Hula, and Bungie turned towards the claw troopers. It was three against more than a hundred! We're outmatched! The odds of us defeating them is more than a hundred to one! Never tell me the odds! But we can't win! We don't have to win! We just have to buy our friends some time! Koozie reached the truck and looked around for the radio. Oh, there it is! He said as he reached out and grabbed it. Come in, Breaker Dan! Come in! This is Koozie! Koozie <laughs> George! So we meet again! Said a sinister voice on the other side. Hey, Emperor Palpitsies! Get off the radio! Koozie, is that you? Breaker Dan! No, it's not! Don't listen to him! Breaker Dan, you have to come and get us! We're at the corner of 4th and Broadway! No, keep coming! Keep coming there! 4th and Broadway? What's over there? The real Death Tree! We have to destroy it! The real Death Tree? Those evil cats! They were lying about which Death Tree is the real one! <laughs> you are no match for my evilness! Well, what are we supposed to do when we get there? You have to crash into the tree with your truck! My truck? What? Don't do it, Breaker Dan! You love your truck! Not my truck! Not my beautiful truck! You have to, Breaker Dan! It's the only way to stop the felines of fury! No, no, no! You can't stop us! You won't stop us! We're on our way, Koozie! Don't now! Put Darth now on the radio! Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. What? I order you to put Darth now on the radio! I need to tell you how to stop you guys! Ha ha ha! You can't stop us! You won't stop us! Hey, you can't copy me! I just said that! You can't copy me! I just said that! Uh, Koozie, George! Meanwhile, Rabbit, Hula, and Bungie were busy with the army of claw troopers. Come and get it, sweetie pants! Hey, I'm not a sweetie pants! Neener, neener, neener! Hey, you! Get back here! Ha! Yeah, take that! Yelled Bungie as she used her fang saber to block all of their fur balls. The three friends kept moving and dodging the claw troopers, causing them to be confused about where to fight and what to do. Hey guys, it's working! Any minute now, we need to clear a path for Breaker Dan! 
I'm not sure how much longer we can last. We have to last. We have to make this work. Just then, Darth Meow came up from behind Koozie and grabbed the radio out of his hands. Hey, that's mine! <laughs> it's mine now, said Darth Meow as he pressed the talk button on the radio. My lord, are you there? Darth Meow, is that you? Yes, it's I, the Darth Meow. What have I told you about calling yourself the Darth Meow? Said not to. Okay, listen up. We need to fire the Death Tree now. We can't risk the rebels knocking over the tree and destroying our evil plans. But sir, what hope do they have to knock over this Death Tree? I'm not interested in gambling our victory just because you didn't feel like helping out. Okay, what do you want me to do? I already told you what to do. Just then, Koozie came up behind Darth Meow and karate chopped the radio right out of his paws. How rude! You can't do that! I was having a conversation. Well, it's time to have a conversation with me, you big bully. I'm not a bully. I'm a cat. I'm an evil cat. I am the Darth Meow. Aren't you supposed to not call yourself that? I don't care. It makes me sound so much more evil than just regular Darth Meow. You're not evil. You're just a kitten. You're a scaredy cat. Take it back. Take it back. No, never. Ah! Darth Meow and Koozie became entangled in an epic battle around the death tree. Darth Meow had completely forgotten what Emperor Palpaflees had instructed him to do and could only focus on getting Koozie and capturing him. Get back here, you, said Darth Meow as he hopped around the tree. Here, kitty kitty, come and get me. Hope still didn't make me capture you. Oh, hey, you're actually hurt there still. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I just needed to keep your attention for a few more seconds. A few more seconds? What happens in a few more seconds? That happens in a few more seconds, said Koozie casually as he pointed behind Darth Meow. Yeah, right. You're just trying to get me to look behind me so you can get away try to attack me with something. I'm not falling for that one. And then suddenly, there was the biggest crash you've ever heard. Darth Meow spun around to see a big green truck right in the side of his precious death tree. What? How? No! No, 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 no! Breaker Dan, Chip the Bear, and Druzy Bob had finally made it to the real death tree and had jumped out of the truck just before it crashed into the tree. Druzy and Chip were cheering while Breaker Dan was on his knees crying. Betsy, I'm so sorry. You were so special to me. All the claw troopers in the area stopped fighting and watched as the death tree swayed back and forth with magnificent popping and crackling. And finally, it began falling over. No! What's that? What's happening? Did we win? Hey! Yeah! Hooray! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. Koozie was so proud that they had finally won over the felines of fury, and of course the felines of fury were pretty upset that all their evil hopes and dreams were smashed into a thousand million pieces. All the good guys jumped and cheered as the death tree slowly came toppling over to the ground, toppling right towards Koozie. Haha, <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, wait a minute, I don't want to get smooshed by a giant tree. Koozie tried running away from the tree, but it was too late. All the fuzzy branches of the tree came all around Koozie and trapped him in the darkness. Hey, where'd everybody go? Help! Rabbit! Bungie! Get me out of here! Koozie, Koozie, are you alright? Rabbit, is that you? Thank goodness! Koozie struggled to pull off that last bit of tree off his face when he realized it wasn't a tree at all. It was soft and fluffy like a blanket. Hey, what is this? A blanket? What the? Hey, Koozie! 
It's good to see you up. What do you mean, up? You've been sleeping for like two days, man. What? But what happened? What about the cats? Uh, what cats? The cats! What happened to all the cats? Oh, you mean the felines of fury? Well, duh, I mean the felines of fury. Darth Meow, Emperor Palpa, please? Well, dude, when the death tree fell on top of you, you got knocked out for a while, and then you fell asleep. So it was real. All the claw troopers scattered, and all the people in town collected what was left of the cats, and most of them got into some pretty good homes. Aw, those cute little kitties. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Darth Meow or Emperor Palpafleas. Well, hopefully they never come back and try to take over the whole world and turn everybody into carpets. Ha, <laughs> I know, right? And you know what else? I think once those other cats felt a love from their new owners, they all forgot about the felines of fury and just liked to be in cats again. Hey, hey, hey! Bungie! What happened to Bungie? Oh, she's right here. Her black collar broke, so she can't talk anymore. She's just a regular awesome cat again. Bungie! You're the best cat in the whole wide world! Meow meow! Said Bungie as she hopped up on Koozie's lap and started purring. <sniffs> Koozie looked around the room and realized that he was back at his house and in his own bed. Before he could say anything else, the door burst open and all of his friends poured in the room. Druzy Bob, Breaker Dan, Hula Cats, Cracker Jack, Sally Bright, Flippy Day Day, Hazel Breeze, and Chip the Bear. Hey, you guys! exclaimed Koozie excitedly. It's so great to see all of you! Hey, it's great to see you too, Koozie. Yeah, you had us worried there for a minute, but we're so glad you're finally awake. That was one powerful catnap. Uh, let's not mention anything cat-related at this point. Yeah, I can go for a little less cats from now on. Meow meow! Oh, not you, Bungie. You're the best. You're the best cat in the whole wide world! Well, come on already, guys. Enough of the casual chit-chat. We've got a lot to talk about. So all the friends sat around Koozie's room telling stories about everything that took place when the felines of fury tried to take over their city. They laughed and joked and smiled at all of their awesomeness. It had truly been a pretty crazy adventure. So we're almost finished putting the whole city back the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to finish Bobby's Bakery. And I'm baking a whole bunch of donuts to celebrate. Koozie couldn't think of a better way to commemorate their glorious victory. With a donut in each hand... Anything is truly possible. The end. Whoa, what a fun time together. I love sharing stories with you. Remember, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave us a podcast review. And of course, tell your friends about us. Well, that's it for today, but we'll see you back here next time for another adventure. Goodbye. Now, <laughs> <laughs>
This is all your fault. Hey, don't blame me. This was all your plan. All I wanted was to rule the galaxy and you ruined everything. All I wanted was to lie on the hot sand in Hawaii with my cozy blanket. I could have given you all the cozy blankets in the whole wide world. Whatever. I'm going back home to rethink my life. No, you can't leave me. We're evil, remember? We're so evil. Maybe we were evil, but I think I want to try being good for a change. That Koozie George beat us, because he has all those friends. What? You think you can just go out there and find some friends? Nobody wants you, you filthy feline. See you later, Teddy. Hey, don't you walk away from me. And my name is not Teddy. It's Palpafleas, Emperor Palpafleas. I am an evil overlord and the bringer of things that are terrible. I'm just between jobs at the moment. Look, Mommy, a cat! Hey, what are you doing? Put me down, child! You said you smooch, you poor. Do you need a home? Do you know who I am? I'm the evil Emperor Palpafleas! Mommy, look! It's a talking cat who thinks he's an emperor! He's so cute! Can we keep him? I literally do not like you.